you have reached the voice mailbox of Game Thing Season 3. You have four new messages. Monday, the 12th of September at 3.25 p.m. Pippin Bar, this is David Walensky, your Game Thing soulmate, your conversation companion, your friend, the person leaving you these messages. Um, yeah, you know, the stars have aligned. I know revivals are very popular in uh, TV these days, so if Twin Peaks can do it, and Murphy Brown, uh, why can't we? Why can't we bring back Game Thing in the 21st century? Um, so I'm interested in us making our way back to doing this regularly, starting with simulators, uh, which I think exist in this interesting abstraction from digital games, because I think they're they're digital games that are uh, meant to do something other than entertain. You know, a friend of mine <laughs> observed about the genre uh, not long ago. You know, he thinks they're so popular because, quote, we've turned acts of labor into games because our actual labor is crap. So we play these games to make us feel like we've actually achieved something. Uh, and I think there may be something to that, but I'm sort of more interested in the simulators, first and foremost, approaching things you can do in real life in exploring the question of why do them digitally? Um, and what can we learn? You know, what can we learn about what it means to simulate these things? What can we mean? What can we, well, what meaning can we discover too? I mean, I think it's going to be unfair for us to expect a one-to-one -one recreation of reality. Uh, but it's a big wide net and a good place to start in sort of figuring out, you know, what we look to get out of games. Um, yeah, I'm going to leave it there, because I'm sure you have some thoughts. And then I'll, you know, I'll hit back with some, some further thoughts. But, you know, my real starting point was just this sort of these these recreations of things we can really do and what gets accomplished in the course of simulating them. So, all right, Pippin, we are back. They said it couldn't be done. <laughs> We're going to prove them right. Monday, the 12th of September at 4.30 p.m. David Walensky, how the hell are you? Uh, this is Pippin. I... I'm very excited uh, to bring Game Thing back from its game grave, <laughs> I guess, um, and to try and make it more accessible. I, I know that that's, that's a big thing for us this time through, is we want uh, people to actually be able to listen and know what on earth is happening. Uh, so here's to that. I think that simulators are a, a great place for us to begin. Uh, it's a genre I've always been really interested in, but have never spent a whole lot of time with. Uh, and I think that as someone who makes games myself, the thing that I'm most interested in with simulators is the way that they're a vehicle for really thinking about both the simulated activity itself, but also for thinking about what's going on under the hood of a simulator game. Um, 
because I think that there's a, a much stronger invitation than there usually is with video games uh, in a simulator to to ask yourself questions about, you know, what assumptions are they making? What is the underlying model uh, going on here? Whether it's a game about being a police officer or a construction worker or, you know, running an Old West saloon, uh, inevitably when you try and simulate those kinds of activities, you have to make all of these assumptions um, and your prejudices uh, float to the surface. And that's not just true of the person making the game and, and writing the code that, that makes it run. Uh, but it's going to be true of us too, right? That when we feel in friction with these games, it's going to be revealing to us certain things that we maybe think about the activity that's being simulated. So I think that's exciting. Um, when I mentioned that we were finally kicking this off to Rilla this morning uh, at coffee, she immediately brought up uh, Baudrillard's Simulacra and Simulation, <laughs> which is not a book I've ever managed to get all the way through, but... Because I believe in doing hard work, I did read uh, a sort of encyclopedia entry about Baudrillard in preparation for this. And he does have this concept that's called the desert of the real. Um, and I think that that has something to, to say to your friend's comment, which is Baudrillard had this idea that hyper-reality or the sort of the intensity of media, and especially video games, really, um, although I don't know if he was talking about that, um, have caused people to kind of flee from the desert of the real. That reality is just kind of like boring and empty. And I think maybe simulators are an opportunity to do the opposite, to flee from the hyper-reality of video games into the comforting arms of the desert of simulators to do some boring things and catch our breath for a little while. Uh, really looking forward to this. Uh, let's get started soon. Bye. Monday. The 12th of September at 5.55 p.m. Hey, Pippin. Uh, yeah, you know, it's funny. We are both very excited to check out simulators, and yet it sounds like uh, uh, <laughs> neither of us have, have really played them particularly. I mean, I've played games most of my life, video games. I do not play games in real life um, with other people, I mean. Uh, yeah, you know, like, professionally, I've played and thought and talked and uh, criticized video games for somehow close to 15 years. You know, I helped The Onion found their game section. I was a founding writer, early contributor in the first issues of Kill Screen, uh, all these things were in print. <laughs> and, you know, these days my work looks quite a bit different around games, which is sort of exploring this deeper problem of understanding video games and wanting to talk about them. Um, you know, there's a whole host of things I've been looking at for close to a decade, just on my own with my interview series, Don't Die, where I've talked to Somehow nearly 500 people conducted nearly 500 interviews, including one with you, and that is how we met and how we are doing this. Uh, you know, I, I think, like, it's... So I'm, like, I'm excited to, in this in-game thing, to sort of, for myself, sort of reclaim, rehabilitate, you know, this relationship with games that I think most people enjoy, which is to just sort of play them casually and talk about them. Of course... 
Um, the difference is our casual discussions will probably get highly technical or get into some weird or uh, interesting places that neither of us really um, expect, you know, as opposed to, I don't think we're <laughs> really going to get into, here's what we think of them, here's why we recommend them, here's why you should play them, here's why you should buy them, here are strategies and tips. Um, so simulators is you know, it's it's going to be this thing, I think, where we're going to learn, like you said, about some of our own biases towards games, but also just a little bit about this problem of how do you talk about games, but also, like, what do we expect from games and what do games seem to expect from us? Um, you know, I will say, when I was thinking of simulators, my first point of entry thing, I was really interested in, like, well this sort of desert from the real thing you were talking about, um, you know, why play a thing you can do in real life, um, reasonably. But now, like, the more I've been thinking about it, knowing we're going to do this, like, I've flipped in some ways where I'm also really interested in very small moments done interestingly really well. Uh, you know, that almost sort of more over the big complex stacks of systems that require you to memorize a ton of intricate controls that I think is typically synonymous with simulators. Um, and I can tell you, too, I think it's not unusual for someone with history as a critic or writer of games to not know much about simulators because generally critics do not want to be assigned big, lengthy role-playing games, big, complicated games you have to spend lots of time with to write about authoritatively because the economics just don't stack where the money's worth it. So, um, you know, as we're talking about reviving this, doing this again, <laughs> bringing it back from its game death, game sleep, uh, you know, I'm interested in, like, well, what have my blind spots been with games, intentionally or otherwise? And I think outside of, you know, playing Flight Simulator in high school, which is, of course, a totally different game from what Flight Simulator is today, uh, I really haven't thought much about simulators. And I find it interesting we're going to use the terms game and simulator interchangeably. Um, I don't know. I, you know. I'm curious to see what else we're going to learn, what else we'll find, what else the game thing of simulator will reveal to us in due time. So, uh, yeah, you know. Hit me back if you have another layer or focal point you're interested in pursuing from a designer, from a player, from a person, from a game person. Uh, yeah, hit me back, and then let's get into it. Bye, Pippin. Monday, the 12th of September, at 10.08 p.m. Good evening. David calling you from my... Uh back patio in Montreal. You can hear a cricket, which is kind of nice. I don't know what that's doing to the audio quality. I hope it's legible. Um, your, uh, your mentioning of that idea of singular moments done well or interestingly really takes me back to, I don't know, when I got into the idea for a period of time of games criticism. Uh, and in particular, one of the reasons I'm most excited I think about the way that we're planning to do game thing this time through, uh, which is that it takes me back to blogging, which I don't know if you're allowed to do it anymore. It may have, <laughs> it may have been outlawed, uh, but I used to I used to write a blog back in uh, I guess t 2008 uh, or so, 
uh, where it was exactly that. I was really interested in playing games and paying close attention and usually latching on to really specific things in the game uh, rather than trying to have an opinion on the whole thing. Um, whether that was a critical opinion or like, I don't know, a review. I mean, I've never written reviews. That's not been my thing. And that was, um, that was just coming out of doing my PhD, which was also on video games, uh, but in a far more kind of scholarly bent, um, using like, honestly, semiotics uh, and, and stuff like that to talk about how games communicate value. And I really, I didn't burn out on academia because I didn't, I didn't dislike it, but it just, it wasn't really my thing. And so I went, I, we moved to, to Canada and I started writing this blog about games and I really loved that. And it turned into a book eventually, um, How to Play a Video Game, uh, in 2010. Um, but I think that the, the other thing that I'm really excited about for game thing, uh, perhaps unsurprisingly is that what I do these days for fun and for profit is make experimental video games. Um, I started doing that back in 2011 uh, when we moved to Copenhagen and I, I suddenly had to teach <laughs> experimental game design and so I had to become an experimental game designer uh, overnight. And since then I've been making games, you know, I guess for the last, uh, you know, more than 10 years now and I've always been interested in trying to talk about how games work underneath um, the obvious layers of, you know, narrative or the visuals, etc., and trying to pay attention to the hand that created them and to to try and think about what that hand was <laughs> was trying to do. Like, what were the people who made the game trying to do? Uh, not in the sense of being successful or not, but just, you know, thinking about games as human expression um, that were made by real people and, and trying to make that visible. Uh, obviously, most of my work these days is making my own games, um, but when I do write about that, I'm very, very interested in surfacing how game design works. And I think simulators are a great venue for that. As I said, you know, because I think they really invite questioning the model of the world that they represent. Um, so that's what I'm into. I'm also technically, well, I mean, I am <laughs> a professor at a university, so I'm hoping at least that I can manage to make myself do some reading around this and bring some of that into the conversation too. I'm, I'm painfully aware that far more intelligent and articulate people than me talk and think about games and about the concept of simulation. Um, and I would like it if that can become part of our conversation as well. So, you know, as you say, let's get into it. End of messages. Thank you for calling GameThing. For more information, please hang up and dial GameThing.life. We missed the point the whole way along. It was a musical thing, and you were supposed to sing or dance while the music was being played. Alan Watts. Goodbye. <laughs>